What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 5, Episode 16, and it's called Chapter 92, Band of Brothers, directed by the Robin Brothers. Yeah. Oh, she directed this one, too? Yeah. Ooh, she was, like, girl. still in town, I guess. She was like, she I'll, I'll do this like, one, too. Since I'm here, I'll hold the camera. <laughs> Stick around for the end of the podcast, guys. We're going to go through our roundups. I don't know if we have any. (laughs) Uh, And some of your recap roundups. So be sure to stick around for the end of the podcast for that. And to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the Chanel. Let's get into this episode, y'all. Chanel. And then also, can you just plug the new Twitter account? Absolutely. Because things have been kind of like blowing up lately. Just popping off a little, a little bit. We've, we've been having some convos. You know, MB out here just like, you know, protecting the Barchies and the Shippies. Um, check us out at Recap Rewind, un- or sorry, Recap underscore Rewind Pod on Twitter. That's our brand new account. Check it out. There's lots of convos going on. Jump can in on I the conversation. Say- I'll just say I'm not I'm it's not that I'm like all bargy. I'm not I, I'm all whatever happens but when I see people tweet being like Barchi is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life they don't even make sense they only have sex and like didn't it's like, like guys we must protect grow up story. a little bit like yeah. it's okay <laughs> if like these relationships kind of you know, like something's happened here, something's Ebb happened here. Yeah. Ebb and flow. Like it's totally normal. I'm not saying Varchi can't exist ever. It's just Right now, maybe Barchi does have a moment to kind of, if these two characters come together and deal with the trauma that they've been facing. What has Veronica been facing? Like her jewelry well, store? Well, we can talk about all about this today. Anyways, I'm not going to get into yeah. it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And our listeners sure. understand. So, yeah. Exactly. Thank you, everyone, for you know connecting and joining in the conversation because that was fun. <laughs> that was fun to look at it and watch. Um, so, quick trivia. The episode is called Band of Brothers. It's based on a television show from 2001. I don't know if you all remember. I never watched it. Everyone was watching it, but I wasn't watching it. It's apparently the story of e- the Easy Company, the 506 Regiment of the 101st Airborne Division from 1942 to the end of World War Two. Uh, a collection of... 50 portraits illustrated by archive footage and recounted in voice. So, storyline. It's just giving me storyline. Um, what did you think of the episode in um, general? Like, it was okay. Uh, I mean, like, coming off of last week, it was so hype. And, like, the energy yeah. was so, like, it was it was on fire. And then this one, I was like, meh. And, like, mm. the tone, like, even just reading some people's tweets, like, the tone was, like, so happy last week. Right. And then we shift back to what the characters were dealing with prior to the Pussycats coming back. So, like, mm-hmm. I felt like the order of episodes was a little awkward. Like, maybe we could have had this one right after the one before last week. Just, like, tonally, like, I just felt like they were a little off. Because then it was, like, Archie's still, like, stuck on that. Betty's back to, like, her dark self. Even though yes. last week she was, like, grooving and, like, having a good time. That's the only sort of weird sort of feeling I had watching it. But, like, I get it. Like, maybe they just couldn't logistically order these in the right way. I don't know. What did you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I would agree with you. It did feel out of, I mean, it didn't feel out of place in the sense that, like, I almost feel like Josie and the Pussycats episode was out of place in the sense that like it it yeah. brought a better energy it it kind of you know it reminded us and reminded i think the audience just based on everyone's comments on it 
like how great this show is at like you know bringing back old Riverdale and bringing back old characters and doing a really good job at it. I think they did a fantastic job. We raved about it, obviously. Obviously, to the point where our girl Asha Bromfield gave Came us out. a little shout out. Hey, Came girl. Through. Hey, girl. Um, and hoping for that spinoff for realsies yep. at this point. We're like, let's go. Um, but yeah, going back to Riverdale, like regular Riverdale and like hearing all the problems and the blah, blah, blahs. I'm I'm a little it was a very dark episode. It was a little disjointed. There were a lot of issues that I had with it just personally with the way that they broke the story down. Um, and we'll talk all about it because you know us. We are ready to uh, We talk all it. about it. <laughs> rip it. All right. We, we so. haven't ripped one in a long time, so I'm <laughs> ready to rip it. <laughs> all right. So starting off, it's uh, Jughead's narration. And he talks about how Archie is still being haunted by his platoon. He even and- says, he's like, now that Josie's gone, it's like yeah. back to darkness. I'm like, back literally, to- the episode looks darker. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like every- I couldn't see some things. There were some things I couldn't see at all. Um, it was like physically dark. Um, yeah, it shows Archie in all these different shots and he is being followed by his dead platoon. Like there's like... You know, like he's in he's in school, he's teaching a class and he sees them all in the back. Like, it's very like eerie. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, this is the part that like annoyed me already. I was like, he's like, meanwhile, Veronica is also haunted. I'm like, is she? Is she, though? Is she really haunted? Is this poor girl really haunted by all of her demons? Like, you can't make like you guys are trying so hard. If we want to go on this like Varchi versus Varchi situation, you cannot pit. What Veronica is going through no. beside no. Archie. At all, there's no comparison. But do you think they were? All. Do you think they were trying to do that? I mean, Jughead was trying to like do do the segue during the during that intro, like by saying, like, meanwhile, Veronica is True. also haunted by, by someone who is flesh and blood. And I was just like, This is bad writing. <laughs> I'm yeah. not happy with the way that And they that was our concern that. from the beginning, right? Like we were always worried about how are they gonna sort of tie in Veronica's trauma to like yes. the rest of the three characters. Yeah. And it's not the equivalent at all. No. Um and I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I guess the narration was the only way that they could like weave through it, but like yeah. no, it doesn't come close to it. But can I ask you really quick, like, are yes. you at this point ready for Archie's like army story to be over? You know what? I think that uh maybe one more episode of just kind of closing up the story. I think it does need something after this episode, but I am ready for it. I think that mm-hmm. especially the way things ended, it kind of ended a little lackluster in my opinion. Just like That's what in, people were saying on Twitter too. In the way things just kind yeah. of like you were ramping up to this big thing and then it just ends with a phone call. It was call, like a phone call. And yeah. you're just like, "Oh, okay. I guess we all feel better about this now." Are you okay, Archie? Like, he's not okay. Like, I don't think that that's what solves it all. So I think that he has a little bit more ways to go. I'm interested to see how they're going to illustrate that because, like, I don't know how much more you can do without, like, showing, like, a dead platoon of people following him. So what more are they going to show in terms of his darkness that they we haven't already seen? Um, But I feel like there needs to be a little bit more resolution before we move on. Like, maybe it's, like... Eric is now ready to leave. Like, even if it's just like to close up that storyline. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, but then what is Archie left with? You He'll, know find what I mean? like, He'll find something. He'll find sure. something. Go He'll back find. to firefighting. Yeah, go back to like, teaching. Go back to yeah. football coaching. Like, whatever. Yeah. Anything. Literally anything else. <laughs> yeah. Go back to the mines that you got to finish that palladium or yeah. whatever. Like, he's got so many things going on. It's true. 
how do you feel about it? Like, are you ready to no, be done? No, I think like, I'm done? ready for it to be done. Like, especially yeah. calling the episode, like, Band of Brothers. Like, okay. The, it's like calling the episode Saving Pirate Ryan. Like, it was yeah. like that. Like, it's, it was like, story. just yeah. have an episode, finish it off. Let's be done with it. Not yeah. only just be done with it. Like, I think his trauma still is something that exists within him. It's always going to be sort of a part of him. Yeah. But, like, sure. to pin it on one of the generals and, like, he needs to get revenge and he needs to, like get the guy fired like that doesn't happen probably not a lot of time Ever. so it's not probably, a yeah. it's not a realistic sort of closure to all of this um mm-hmm. regular people sometimes they can't get that justice like these guys yeah. are like high up and like they get paid and like paid off and all these things so to have that as the only thing that's sort of gonna like give him closure is i don't think the right like message to give yeah um and which maybe is probably why that. they yeah which is probably yeah. why they like ended his like thing versus yeah. the general right now so they can continue with healing him yeah. somehow but, um, but i we'll am see. ready for it to be over for sure like i'm ready for them to like even i'm okay with eric staying on and just being like a normal person and like having fun and like going out with friends and like trying like to sort of get back into regular life you know yeah. that's what i'm yeah. ready for that's fair well going back to regular people and regular regular people let's talk about veronica because it continues on with <laughs> her the very intro um getting a video call from chad and he says he has an idea to give all the funds back right now. And she says, like, I don't need your help. Like, I'm about to divorce your ass. Like, I have all the money. I'm ready to go. Um, the first thing that I wrote down, obviously, <clears throat> you all know. Why are you telling him your plan, you idiot? Like, why did she say, like, I have, I have almost all of my investments ready to go. I'm going to be done in like less than a month and like go fuck yourself. Like how does she think that she is going to like outsmart this man? And he's just going to sit there and be like, Oh my God, she got me. Yeah. Yeah. She, he obviously wants you to like come back and get help from him. So you would think that she'd be like, I'm good. Thanks. Goodbye. Click. Instead. She's like, here's what I'm going to be doing for the next 45 minutes. Goodbye. Like, obviously, he's going to come and try to fuck shit up. Like, it yeah. just annoyed me because I know that they gave Veronica that, that you know, line so then she can expose herself. So then all the things that happen with her storyline happen. But I'm like, is she smart or is she dumb? Can you please explain to me? Is she the Wolf of Wall Street or is she actually an idiot? Like, is she like cutthroat like Hiram or thing. is she like, just stupid? Like, <laughs> there's like, only two things you can be. <laughs> I don't see how this girl was the she-wolf that's what i'm that's the problem i'm having seeing these two characters like line up like girl if you were the she-wolf you would be way more cunning way more strategic like yeah it's so hard to back her up when like there's so many inconsistencies in her character i'm just trying to like go with it and like whatever like i don't know they're they're trying so hard to like give her like a moment to be like okay let me strategize next like which is what happens this episode and it and ends off kind of like whatever but at the same time i'm also just like if you didn't say anything in the first place none of this would have happened so you're stupid yeah anyway let's move on there's lots of things to say about veronica and her super storyline but back at the church another storyline that i've just like shaking my head at um penelope is in the back of the congregation and cheryl and kevin are about to do a song from joseph and the technicolor dream coat and i actually started laughing out loud because penelope stands up just before they're about to start the song and she's like i had an epiphany y'all no more singing ever again (laughs) like my my son told me that he told me yeah (laughs) yeah 
because he didn't even speak and we're singing way too much in his church. I don't understand what's happening with this. Like, are they working against each other? I don't understand. I thought they started this together. Why are they doing all... Are they, they like, stealing people's money? Like, I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand. And no one really does. Like, on Twitter, people were like, guys, this is not even, like... What's funny. going on? It's not funny anymore. It's not cool to see Kevin and Cheryl sing anymore. Like, yes, their outfits are amazing, but like, <laughs> what's happening here? Like, nobody knows. It's so true, and I we'll talk about it again because it just it just gets even worse as this. Like, anyway, we'll talk about it. Then it cuts to AA. Jughead is one week sober. Yay, yay, Jughead, one week sober, and now he's ready to go on his apology tour, and he starts by visiting the Cooper residence. He goes there, but Alice is the only one home, and he says she says that Betty's been away. She's out there, like, doing crazy stuff on the Lonely Highway, um, and it shows, like, Betty, like, hooking. She's like, <laughs> hey, like, on the highway. Pick me up. Pick me up, girls. Um, so then it cuts to- I mean, to- at this point, she might need a new strategy, because it's not working. It, it <laughs> ain't like working, girl. a couple girl. weeks, girl, and it ain't working. Like, I don't know what you're doing out there, but, like, it's not working for you. Um, so- it cuts to, but I guess it just like shows like she's going down like a path that literally makes no sense. And I think that's what we're supposed to see in her right now. Anyways, cutting back to Archie's house, he comes in with a paper that basically says that the general is um, retiring, but he's retiring with like all honors. Like he's getting like a 21 gun salute. Like everybody's like, like shouting out to him and stuff. And he's pissed. He's like, this is BS. Like, I can't believe that. You know, like, he's getting this. Like, he can't get away with it. And Eric basically tells him, like, maybe it's just time to, like, let go of all of this. Like, it's not going to happen. That newspaper story, like, obviously flopped. Like, it's not going to happen. And Archie's like, no, I'm going to do this. So, like, he's obviously adamant that he's going to do it. So, okay, fine, Archie. Like, go do your thing. Then it cuts to Jughead going to Principal Weatherby. And he apologizes to him because... Jughead done miss a lot of school, even as a teacher. Like, even as a student, he was missing school. He's missing school as a teacher. He's like, you are gone. He's like, sorry. Um, and he tells, Weatherby tells him, he's like, I know you're going through a lot of shit, but, like, you can't teach until you're ready to teach again. And I was like, in brackets, I was like, even though you guys were desperate for teachers, you're going to tell him that he can't go back to teach. Like, okay. Yeah, like. like cool. <laughs> like, who's teaching right now? A monkey? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> These poor kids in English are like, Sorry, Jackhead, your teacher. class has now been replaced by a monkey. We don't need you. <laughs> it just shows a monkey. A monkey like, can write better than you, Jughead Jones. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so then it cuts to um, Pearls and Posh, and she gets a call. Like, Veronica gets Does a call she ever get season. people come into her store to buy any pearls? Because I haven't not seen a person. single per- sale, like, person. Yeah, it's just like a set. Like, she's just there, like, doing God knows what. Getting robbed. That's all. Like, we've seen That's more it. people rob her store insurance than, like, claims. her actually, like, selling. Yeah, insurance claims. Um, so she gets a call from the SEC uh, to look at her books. And so she plans something for the following week because she's obviously not ready. And she realizes that Chad tipped her off. No shit, Sherlock. Like, <laughs> she tipped her off so um, she would end up having to go to him for, like, the help that he offered. Mm-hmm. And so then she comes up. She schemes up this plan. And she goes, here's what I, we're going to do. We're going to steal my dad's palladium. And then we're going to sell it. And then we're going to have the money. 
To what? What? The, the money to do what? what, though? I mean, she'll have the money that her investors have been giving her to pay off the debt, right? So, like, she's just oh. replacing the money that she's using to, like, pay off, like, Chad's shit. Right. Okay. So... That's what she's using the money for. But, like, the way that it all plays out, I'm just, like, Why didn't she just steal the palladium from the start and not have a Ponzi scheme? P, like, I just, I just, (laughs) I, I, please, please explain. All of these storylines doesn't make no sense whatsoever. I will Um, say, Reggie and her are super cute together. Like, the one, the one good thing that comes out of their storyline is at least we get to see this cute chemistry, like... Together. um, Just seeing them together. I think Charles Melton is such a fun actor. Like, he brings so much, like, light to the the scene. And, like, is this the scene where she asks about Hermosa? Yes. Because she's like, I don't know where the Palladium is. Yeah. She's like, I don't know where the palladium is. She's like, and he's like, well, he's like, I think your sister, Edmosa, will know, like, where it is. She's like, oh. And he's like, let me just call her. She's like, let me call her. She's like, no, I'll call her. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, because, like, we're friends. And, like, she's we like, We, like, jump and see each other. She's like, what like, the F does that I'm mean? And he's like, you know what that means. And then he fully I calls her. It. He's like, hey, baby. I'm like, yeah. whoa, it's like that. Like, it's, it's not like even, that. like, first name basis. I know. I was like, oh, and she okay. got so, like, jealous. Dating, yeah, she got jealous. So, to your point, I think it was fun to see Veronica, Reggie, a potential veggie for sure, yeah. rising, rising. Um, and uh, I'm kind of excited about it because I do love them together. I, I, I will say like they make a good team. What they're doing right now is trash, but like I love them together. So he gets the info that he needs from Hermosa. They know where to find the Palladium. Um, I just got annoyed because I was like, why doesn't she just like ask her dad at this point? Like you're in a I bad guess. position with your husband. She can't. That's like the worst thing she could do is ask her dad. For so help. she's going to steal from her dad. Yeah. That's the I other guess. option. But that's, like, that's the thing, right? Like this is sense. her problem. She adds another problem to her problem. Yeah. This is what it's a slippery slope. Like she just can't get herself out of it because of her ego. So in the end, like, do we feel bad for Veronica? No, because it's no. her own ego getting her her stuck in these situations. Yeah. She's not dealing with a demon. She's dealing with her own stupidity. She like, is she's the demon, really, literally. She she's is the she-wolf. <laughs> she, is, she is the she-wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, no, she. I think she's a mess, and you're absolutely right. Like, everything that she's doing is pretty self-inflicted. So, like, why are you doing all these things? Why are you being shady? And I think uh, a couple episodes ago, you mentioned even, like, they want to take her on this road to, like, even sound a little bit more like Hiram, how he went on this dark path. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like... He didn't try to steal from his father. Like Hiram's bad. I mean, but he they would never still did bad things, dad, right? But like, know? yeah, I, don't I know. know. But I know what you mean. It just, but it's stupid. Anyways, uh. moving on to Thornhill. Another. Ugh. I can't. Um, Every scene they cut back and they cut back a lot. I was like, I roll. I was doing yeah, laundry during their scenes, like <laughs> <laughs> because so like Kevin. nothing's really happening. Like it's just like extra. Yeah. Like it's like yes. I don't need any of this right now. So Kevin is like, oh, your mom is in your way. Like, first of all, what are you doing here? Like, Kevin, get out of here. <laughs> like, what? Where's Fangs and the baby? Like, like, yeah, you just had a baby. You just had a baby. Okay. What is wrong with okay. this storyline? I don't understand why he's still at this church. He wants to go to Broadway. <laughs> he's like, let me just audition one more time. Um. So he says that you need to perform miracles in order for the congregation to now, like, follow you instead of follow Penelope. 
And then Kevin goes, luckily, I love David Copperfield as a kid, a.k.a. magic. So, mm-hmm. like, we're going to do some magic tricks to show that you are, like, a saint. Okay. Okay, Kevin. Like, let's do this, I guess. Like, fucking kill me. <laughs> so <laughs> that it cuts to Archie at home with Frank. And he's trying to remember what happened. He has a flashback of, like, you know, what happened, the whole story. So you kind of understand what happens with Archie, which I think we knew a little bit already. But essentially, Archie felt really sketched out about this mission. Um, and when he uh, found out, when he realized that it was going to be like a death mission, like the general was like, you have to go anywhere. Yeah. You have to follow my orders. Yeah. So he went. But then when he was trying to get a connection to like tell everyone that we're all getting fucked up, um, he left his platoon to find higher ground to get a signal. By the time he got back, everyone was dead. Mm-hmm. And so he feels like really guilty about it. He says like, it's not right. And Frank basically says what he's been telling him this whole time. Like, as much as I want to tell you, like, you're going to win this war. Like, you're not. Like, you're it's not. the army. Yeah. You're literally fighting the army. Yeah. Um. So like, it's not going to happen. Um, even though I wish you could. And then Archie says he doesn't care. He's going to fight him anyway. It's not like it's not about winning. It's about like fighting. Um, Then it cuts to Veronica and Archie and they break into Hiram's office in the middle of the night. This is when I had to literally like turn the brightness on my screen like the highest possible. Yeah. Um, And they go to the model uh, of Sodale. Yeah. And um, they find Palladium like in the roof of like one of the houses. And so they pull it out and she's like, we're going to have to melt this down and we're going to be able to sell. I'm going to make doubloons. I'm like, are you going to put your face on those doubloons, girl? Yeah. Like another coin with her fucking face on it. So I was like, I wrote down, is Hiram really that stupid that he told Reggie that he's hiding it under like a fake Well, Hermosa. I guess he told Hermosa. And oh, Hermosa right. told and Reggie. Hermosa. But even then, it's right, like, right, right, damn, right, right. Hermosa. Like, you, like just a couple episodes, you were helping your dad. Now you literally screw him over and, and told yeah. Reggie where those things were. Like, like what was she? What did he even tell you that made, like, like what did he say? He's like, I just need exactly. to, like, check, check in on the Palladium. Like, Do was the D that good is? that she, like, got hypnotized over the phone? I mean, I'd like to believe that it is. It, I mean, yeah, but it was not. It wasn't even a FaceTime. It was, like, a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been Off screen. We didn't even get to see it. Maybe he sent her a dick pic and he's like, Tracy. I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> At the very least. You got to do a phone lurk now. The D pic. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the D pic or the palladium. Yeah. The D for the P. The D for uh, the P. So she decides that um, she needs some help, like with this whole plan that she's got. So then it cuts to Pearls and Posh the next day and she wants to use Cheryl to, um, like, Use it as a facade because she has her own palladium mine now. Right. So she's going to use it and be like, we found this, these doubloons. A, in, in your mind. In your mind. Yeah. So, like, they don't know that it's Hiram's. And then Cheryl's like, sure. Like, that sounds fine. Like, I love when people, like, drop my name or whatever. But T2IL, I'm going to go be Jesus now. And, like, Veronica's like, what? Okay, like, bye. What is like, happening? She, yeah. she literally just leaves and she's like, yeah. I'm about to go perform a miracle. I was like, what the fuck is this episode? <laughs> What is happening right now? Okay, cool. It, you know, to me, it just looks this. like they really don't know. They didn't know what to do for Cheryl and Kevin this season. It truly just looks like that. Without so Tony, lost. Cheryl's like lost, like truly yeah. lost. Like they didn't like, know how to write her what character. Is her what is her purpose? Yeah. Yeah. 
And I guess they'll go back to that because I don't think that they like. What is the other way out of this storyline? I have no fucking have clue. No especially idea. after this episode's the way the episode yeah. ended this this week, I was like, "What the hell is happening?" Yeah. So anyway, cuts to the phone call with Sam, Sam and Jughead. Um, Sam calls Jughead while he's in front of Pops, and he basically threatens him. He's like, "You need to send me your book, or like we have to drop you as uh, a like somebody who's on our our team." Um, like everybody's asking for this book and he's like, I'll get the book. I'll get the book. He goes to talk to Tabitha and he starts off by saying, I'm sorry for putting you through what I put th- put you through with the mushrooms and the running away and the whatever, whatever. And she's like, that's OK. So <clears throat> then he asks for the book. Mm-hmm. And this is when things get a little shifty for me. Yeah. So many things get shifty. But yeah. this is one of the big things. So he's like, OK, well, like I'm kind of looking for my book. Like, did I write anything? And she's like. Yeah, you actually wrote like a full book. And he's like, okay, like, where is it? And then she goes on to say that Betty gave the book to Jess, which we know. Right. Um, And he's like, oh, I'm fucked. Like, basically, he's screwed. But what I wrote down was like, it doesn't make any sense because as we know, a couple episodes ago, he went back to New York. He yelled at Jess about like getting rabies and trying to remember that night. Yeah. Did she not like bring up the fact that like... I guess she, she didn't. Took your book? She like teethed his book. Yeah. Like she's she just stole the book. I like, wish they kind of explained that a bit more. Like, why Maybe. did she take it? Is she gonna use it? Like, yeah. she should have already published it by now. Like, what what was the whole it, thing of her taking yeah. that? It must it must come back later. <clears throat> yeah. Because like Hopefully. I can't imagine him just like not having his book anymore. But yeah. at the same time, I'm also just like, you could have just anyway anyway that's it's fine if she didn't decide not to do it because she's doing it because she wants to sell it herself then i get it but it's it was i was a little annoyed anyway he screwed cuts to the ministry and cheryl performs her very first miracle which is turning water into that good good sweetness Mm -hmm. maple syrup um and everybody's like whoa like gagging and Penelope's like looking at her like you were so dumb like she's like looking at her so annoyed she's like I hate you see I I don't understand what's happening like didn't they start this together so why are they now like teaming up why are they like competing against each other like I don't understand like why can't you take your mom to the side and be like hey mom like I really just want to do this congregation on my own like I don't want you to be involved I don't I really don't get it guys like I'm very confused and like I don't even know like where they're gonna go with this to make it interesting. Yeah. I I have no clue at all. I agree with you. I just don't understand. So then it cuts to Archie and he goes to visit his general or ex general or whatever, and he basically tells him he's like, "You did this. You knew it was gonna happen, and we all died. Um, I'm asking you, soldier to soldier, to like stand down on like getting your fancy awards or whatever." And the general basically says, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, don't cross me. You know that, like, it's your word against mine. And um, Archie even tries to, like, threaten a tribunal. He's like, we'll do an investigation. And he still goes on to say, like, don't try to fuck with me. And Archie's like, I'm not going to bury the truth. Like, it's all going to come out. Like, because I can't help it. Cuts to Archie and Eric at home. And Eric is like... This is a pretty good. It's going to be pretty traumatic for the families if you decide that you want to, you know, pursue this. Bring you know? this back and up, yeah. Archie's like, you know what? That's a good point. I'm going to ask them first for their blessing, and if I can get their blessing, then I will proceed. Yeah. 
Then it cuts to Jughead in the bunker and he finds the so he's like losing it. He's like not sure what to do next. He finds the old novel that was given to him like in the beginning of the season um, after the flash forward where he like sleeps with that girl and she has the book. Yeah. Um, He sees the book and then he sees like a bottle of whiskey right beside it like in his like tr- like in his uh, briefcase. So he grabs both of them and obviously he's going to go on a bender. So I'm like, okay, Jughead's going to be drunk again. Um, so then it cuts to Archie going to visit the first house of, I guess, like one of the people from the platoon. Yeah. And he talks to the mom and she essentially blames him for not bringing his son home. And I will say that these moments I really enjoyed, like... Every person that he went to, yeah. like you saw like the dead son of that yeah, family. Yeah, this was really it was shot really. It was shot really well. I think it was a powerful message and like as much as like we can care or not care about Archie's story, but I think the story they're trying to oh, tell sure. was still really beautiful and like <clears throat> hearing different perspectives like they chose like a mother, a brother and a wife. So like they mm-hmm. were very strategic in how they told the story. And hearing the different perspectives, like at the end of the day, the mom was like, you know, do whatever you want. But I trusted you with my son's life. And like, I will never be able to unlive the moment where like I got that folded like flag like at home, you know, yeah. like open the door and getting yeah. that flag. And it's just like it's sad because These that is real the stories. reality. Yeah. 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 And it's really like heartbreaking to think about it. Actually, can you give me chills? Um, the one that really killed me, though, like, I know it's a very serious conversation, but, like, when he goes to see, I think, like, was it the wife? The wife, yeah. Or the sister. She had a baby, right? She was, like, folding laundry. Yeah, the wife, yeah. And someone, on, like, as I was literally, like, just thinking about the scene, someone on Twitter was, like, as if she had a newborn baby, like, in a playpen on the grass. Sitting like, in the like, she, bush. Because <laughs> she, had, she had the combo with Archie. She was, like, ho- like tying the laundry. Yeah. She turned around and she, like, picked up a legit newborn baby. Child. Like, where was the newborn? Like, on the <laughs> lawn? Just, like, chilling, rolling around on the lawn. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that part too. But yeah, it was still cute. But yeah, I know she says like, "I have a baby. Here's my yeah, baby." Yeah, and it was like, obviously <laughs> fake. But like, I was like, "But where were you holding that? Like, you could have just been holding it and then like yeah. talking to Archie." Like, it was just yeah. funny. Um. Anyway, so then it cuts back to, um, where was I? So then he, so then it cuts to the auction bid. So it's at Pearls and Posh, and. She's trying to sell off these doubloons and Hiram, I guess, found his way into this auction and he's trying to like bid. I kind of liked it. It was cute. Like they use like little sound effects yeah. for when he was like, putting up his thing. And she doesn't want to give it to him. So like it's between him and Mr. Sand and Mr. Sand basically outbids him even though at the end he's like. Yeah, like Hiram's like, uh, hello. Yeah. And um. And then Hiram's cheese. So then he goes up to her and she's like, next time, don't crash my auction where I am selling the stuff that I stole from From you (laughs) to buy back from you, from me. I was like, what? Girl, go. I I just couldn't deal with this because I was like, you should have just given it to you, like gotten your dad to take take them because then... He would then it all would have made sense. Like he yeah. would have paid you, and then he would have had them again. And then he would have had them again, and it's like null and void. So and why you didn't did have she to do- ask him for his money? That's so true. Instead, you took his palladium, sold it to someone else. Yeah. And I'm like, your dad's gonna be pissed. 
That being said, I will say that that episode with Hiram and that backstory, it keeps resurfacing for me every single time I see Hiram now because now I watch it and I'm really rooting for him because I'm just like, she told you, she stole your fucking palladium. Yeah. Like, this is your dream yeah. like, that you wanted. So, I That's feel true. more yeah. upset about it. Whereas if we didn't have that context, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, because like, it means so much to him. And maybe she doesn't know that. Like she doesn't well, know she obviously how doesn't. Yeah, like, yeah. far reaching that that is for him. So that being said, I do feel like it's kind of shady that Reggie never shared any of this information with Veronica at this point. Oh, my God. Yeah, because right? he knows. He knows he the knows story. He knows the whole story. So you'd think that he maybe he'll like, say it. Maybe like next week when like she's like, why did daddy get so mad? He's like, he could be like. Oh, because, like, basically, like, it's his whole reason for living. Yeah. <laughs> Just as, have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> Just as an FYI. <laughs> it's like, it literally the reason sense. why your dad, like, stayed yeah. alive this whole time. He's like, I'm going to steal the palladium that I know your dad's been working his entire life for. And you can melt them into the balloons. It's actually so tight on Reggie it. for so doing rude. that. It's so it's tight. It's so rude. And a part of me almost feels like... They're positioning it so Hiram hates him so much that he has a justification to kill him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because otherwise, there's no reason for anything like that to happen. But, like, every single time I think about, like, the Riverdale death, because we know that somebody... And not that I like to listen to anything RAS says because he's always, like, Overly hype. Yeah, like, that's like his middle things. name. He does say that by the end of the season, we're going to have someone from season one die. So it's either going to be Hiram or it's, but Hiram was in season one, or it's going to be Reggie, who technically was in season one as well, even though it was a different actor. So I don't know. I, I, I can see that happening, but I just don't, I don't think it makes a lot of sense to me personally. Like, why would he even do that to, to Hiram after all that he's given him and also like done for him and, I don't know. It just doesn't feel yeah. right to me. <sighs> Especially to your point, if Reggie was like on Veronica's like D, like, well, like she, yeah, like, exactly. He was like so into it. He's like, I'll do anything. For yeah, her yeah, yeah. Like, like I've if had a she crush got, on you this whole exactly. Time. If she got him and they were sort of like, because right now they haven't really crossed that line. They they are yeah, not really hooking no. up or not that we know of. So yeah, like if they had crossed that line and there was something a bit more emotional for Reggie, yeah. I would a hundred percent understand. He'd be like, man, maybe one day like she'll love me, but like. There's really no reason why he like turned on Hiram that drastically. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty yeah, tight like it's what a little yeah. Like it's not fair. Anyway, that's my side note. I know you all still hate Hiram like blindly, but like I really do feel for him now, especially like we know the context of why he wants his yeah. palladium. And again, like I said, it literally makes no sense. She should have just stolen her dad's money and been done with it. Um, instead she like involves someone. Anyway, you guys already know. So I. So then we cut to the second house and it's a brother who's like fixing his car and he talks about how his brother was a part of the platoon and he asked for his brother's support. The brother's like, honestly, like do whatever you want to do. It's fine. Like I miss him and that's it. So that was cute. Cuts back to the ministry and um, Kevin's like the second miracle. Her hands are bleeding just like Jason's were. I was like, what? Jason's hands didn't even bleed this entire like. He got shot in the head. Yeah, he someone was like, he got shot in the head. <laughs> I was like, do you mean like bullet holes through his hands? Like, I don't understand what's happening. So anyway, she's like, ah, my hands are bleeding. And everybody's like, amazing. And again, Penelope's just like, eye roll. 
Um, then it cuts to Archie and he goes to the third house and it's the wife with the baby on the floor. <laughs> and she also says, she's like, honestly, like nothing's going to help the fact that he's gone. But like you do whatever you see fit. Honestly, like I could give a fuck. I got to take yeah. care of this baby that's been on the floor this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So then it cuts to Kevin and Cheryl about talking about the final miracle. And Cheryl has an idea. She's like, it's going to involve bees. I'm going to have bees because like, but like you where know, did the bees come from? I have no. She's like, clue. I'm now the queen. Of I'm like, but I thought you were the queen of maple syrup yeah, and like, like wearing red like, and like why the bees now? She should have like gone into like a barrel of maple syrup. Yeah. And, like, come out. like, I don't know. Like, it I just didn't, didn't understand make, no connection. the connection. Yeah. Yeah. There was no connection there. We'll see, I guess, what happens. But Kevin's like, I'm allergic to bees. So like, I don't know what your miracle is going to be. So like, you do your thing, girl. Like, I can't. Um, then it cuts to Veronica and she gets a call from Chad talking about his new investment, Copter Cab. And I'm glad that they explained this after because I was just like, yeah. what the fuck? So he offers her like, do you want to be in on this investment? This is what I was telling you about. And she's like, no, thanks. I got my money. Uh, I'm good. And he invites her to the launch party anyways, because like, they're all, going public. I don't understand who... Veronica and this guy is like, when did you have a profession in stock trading and the market? The fact that you crashed a helicopter and almost died. You thought you would be a silent partner in this company and no one was going to (laughs) find out. Are you dumb or are you dumb? Like, was there no other industry that you could have tapped into and like been a silent partner? Yeah. I mean, the obviously it all I comes out in the end. Like, it was just like, yeah. again, like to their characters, we're trying to believe that they're like this top echelon of like Wall Street brokers. No, yeah. you guys are literally dumb asses. Worst like, investments. Worst. Go invest in Apple. Something. Like, yeah. I don't fucking know. Like literally anything else. Like this is not going to take off. No pun intended. <laughs> um, so... Uh, she says no thanks, but she's going to go to this launch party. And then after he hangs up, Reggie's like, why are you going to want to hang out with that scumbag? And she's like, I've been on the defensive this whole time. But now that I have all my monies back, we can go on the offensive. And I'm ready to take down Chad and maybe even daddy. I was like, stop calling him daddy. You're treating him like shit right exactly. now. I don't like, like this situation. <laughs> I'm, I made, I got actually when she said it, I was like, fuck you. I was like, Hiram should be like, get your name out of my mouth. Um, it's interesting though how they're how they're sort of like if they are doing that intentionally, I don't know, but it is sort of shifting now. We are sort of like siding with Hiram a little bit more because we do understand where he's coming from, his motivations, sure. and like all these little things. And like if something were to happen to him by season's end. Gonna have a lot of sad people, including yeah. us. Including us. 100% crying, probably. So then it cuts to the bunker, and. Um, I will he say beats really quick that yes. he hasn't been seen on set for the new filming. No. Yeah. I have a bad feeling. I know, me about too. It. Me too. Like every week, I'm like, I feel worse about it. Ugh. Anyways, we'll and see. I'm Maybe just not. Just going back to the interview that we had, shout out to the interview that we had with. with Mark Consuelos, yeah. he was pretty tight-lipped. But he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in a way that's like something happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Anyways, I all don't right, like let's it. keep going. Okay, um, so back to the bunker. Instead of talking to, so I wrote down, instead of talking to his ex, who may be triggering for him, because 
he he didn't he decided not to go to New York and pick up this book that that Jess stole, right? And Tabitha was like, "You're you need to recover. You need to like get sober. So like maybe don't go see your ex that like might trigger you to like do drugs mm-hmm. again." Um, instead, he steals someone else's book and drinks himself like to a stupor this again. This was like this what? was like the moment you start to root for this guy. Like, again, he's down. He's down. And it's not to say that, like, he can't have moments of, like, this sort of relapse or this sort of thinking through. But, like, you were you were going to, like, plagiarize. Like, you were going to, like... like You're going to go that you far. You're going to go that far after everything that we just went through with you and the freaking rats. Yeah, the rat king. The fucking rat king. Like, I don't know, guys. He's just pathetic in my eyes. Like, yeah. again, like... I literally is- wrote down, can someone go get Jughead? He is so waste. Like... The way that he decided to do this instead of actually like go talk to Jess and maybe even apologize to her, he's literally yeah, on an and apology be like, What's tour. happening? Like what? Why couldn't he just be like, "I'm so sorry, Jess. Can I have my book back?" But also like, "I'm sorry for being such a shitty boyfriend." Yeah. What the? F- why would you make him steal someone else's? I know why they did because like the writing wrote something stupid, but I just don't understand why they would have made him go this way when. He's trying to heal. We're trying to root for him. We're trying really fucking hard. I'm trying to root really, for him. really hard to stand on that sideline and root for Jughead yeah. Jones. But let me tell you, yeah. it is hard. I, you are not making it easy, y'all. Yes, very much that. So then um, Betty messages him and she's like, Hey, my mom told me that you were at my place. Like, what's up? And he says he wants to talk in person. And then it cuts to Coop, uh, the Cooper Res. A really tight shot of Betty love wiping shot. off her makeup. And I love She's the like, song that's playing uh, in the background. I was yeah. like, I'm loving this. But I think it was like directly like it's it was it had something to do with like that vibe, mm. like what they're dealing with right now. Like what do you you're think you're not talking to me? Or like something like that. What do you think was the significance of that shot of her wiping that makeup? I think it was just a beautiful shot. Yeah. And we just want to see Lily Reinhardt up on the screen. Oh, my God. And I think that was the first time we saw her episode. So, like, everyone on Twitter was like, where is Lily? Where is Lily? Like, just bring us Lily. True. And then the you last see... time we saw her, she was like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. And you see this gorgeous shot of like close up yeah. shot of her and it was filmed beautifully. And to yeah. me, at the end of that sort of sequence, when she goes like this and she sort of just blankly stares at the camera, it looks like. She's di- she's dying and it's like blood blood trickling out of her mouth. Like that's wow. what I took from it because like it looked so like if the camera was just positioned differently, it, it almost looks like she's lying on the ground and like you see like, like the blood trickling out. It was really wow. messed up. Yeah. I was like super powerful. Uh, yeah, very. Powerful. I think it also kind of leans into the fact that like she is like whenever there's an whenever there's a character in front of a mirror i think it's always like a moment for reflection and i think she's like looking mm-hmm. at herself being like this is what i like this is how far i've come and like putting on fucking makeup but then she doesn't learn anything like and then she goes at the end and does the same thing i, know, I get what you're saying and she, I, I think wish she's I... rec- i think she's recognizing her darkness true like, actually she, she did she did she con- the conversation yeah. that she has with like jughead like she, she realizes that she's yeah, like, yeah. she's done true. she's really fucked up right now but yes outside of all that she looked beautiful. It was a gorgeous shot. Well done. Good job. Um. Anyway, so he agrees. She agrees to meet him at the bunker for privacy. Whatever. Cuts to Archie and Eric and Frank talking. And turns out that Eric also got some special orders from the general. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Archie wasn't the only one that got yeah. a talk. And Eric was told, like, take out this, like, warmonger. 
and you'll like become like the most like special person whatever and eric tried his best to like do that the entire mission <laughs> to the point where he feels like he was ignoring the needs of the rest of his platoon mm-hmm. so now um he feels guilty he's telling archie about this and archie's like honestly if you feel like this kind of trauma like you don't have to do it either like yeah. I, I i will fight this fight yeah. without you like you can stay on the sidelines and just like be okay i thought that was kind of cute yeah because then i was wondering i was like Eric is like really pushing back, like not wanting to do this. Like from the get go, he was like, "Just let he it just go." Doesn't want to bring it back it up again. Yeah. So the fact that like he kind of admits <clears throat> this like extra layer, I was like, "Interesting. That's a good little writing moment. I'm into that." So anyway, back to bad writing moments. Cuts to Kevin showing <laughs> Cheryl and her B powers. She's like, "Oh my, I can't. I can't even read out what I'm writing." So Penelope's like. So she finally gets up and she's like, you guys cannot believe this because right now Cheryl has her hands in a container of bees with honey combs Again, like, all over her Guys, hands. I don't understand the what connection, the correlation to who she is as a no. blossom. No. I don't understand the connection in the story. Like, Nothing. are they None trying to make us laugh because it's truly not happening? Like no. I'm okay if like if they just wanted confused. to make us laugh and they made funny content for Kevin and Cheryl, but this is not funny anymore. Like, I'm just it's, confused. It's, I'm just confused. Yeah. And so anyway, so she's trying to call them out, being like they're such a sham. And Kevin goes off and is like, "You're a whoremonger. You're an escaped convict." And I wrote to down, who? bro, to to Penelope. He's like yelling at her, being like, "Don't believe what she's having to say." And I wrote down. Kevin, bro, why the why bro. the f is yeah. this important to you? You have why a child. You go take care of your. Go take care of your child. child. What are you doing here, yelling at her mom for? Like, just so you can sing a song, just so you can be a part of a ministry. Also, like you were so lost. So lost. Like he's go- so annoying. Also. <gasps> Let's also remember that, like, Tony is in Riverdale right now. Like, she's not, like, like even though we don't see good. her, she is there. She gave birth. So, like, Cheryl, why aren't you there with her? Like, why aren't you guys, like, ha- like spending time together? Like, what? They're, they're so far and I apart. Guess that will be that moment, right? Kangs will come back together. Shoni will get back together, like, with Cheryl and Fangs or Cheryl and Tony or Cheryl and Kevin realizing that yeah. they're fucking psycho. But I just I'm not into any of this. And I know that we're probably supposed to feel like this is a crazy storyline. But like she literally grabs bees and holds them in her hands and shakes them in front of her mom and is like, I am the queen of bees. Like you are making her too much. You know, she's over here now. It'd be different also if like the congregation had more of a say too. they're like, oh, my God, like Like, you made us believe in this, this and this. We don't even we never hear from them. We don't hear from anyone. We just see their visual like faces. And then everything else is just a show for Kevin and Cheryl. So and again, someone on Twitter was like, we've seen this, though. Like we we saw it with the farm. Like we saw all this extravagant like like performance already to convince yeah. people of a cult or a religion or something like we've been there done that why are we doing this again why are you wasting time just don't even have them in the episode then honestly yeah like don't even put them in yeah. there yeah give more Keep to betty out. give more to jughead then like it's okay you know yeah we don't need this we do de- we definitely don't need this anyways penelope leaves by the end of that scene and like whatever we'll see what happens next then it cuts to archie and eric and uh, they're about to go to the tribunal while 
Archie's about to leave, and then Eric's like, wait up, like, I'll come with you. So Eric does finally decide that he's going to testify against the general and Also, like, don't these things great. take, like, years? Don't even get me started. Fucking phone call. Resolve yeah. this entire goddamn situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Um, So, speaking of things that, like, there are so many things that, like, just accelerated this episode. I'm just like, you really stretched this fucking storyline. Anyways, Hiram's office... Like Chad and his buddies are all like celebrating because Hiram also was an investor in Copter Cab. And Veronica comes in with like a bunch of people to like party with her, party with them. She looks real cute, by the way, just like as a quick side note. She looked real cute in that pink. Um, and she goes, Copter Cab is a brilliant idea. And in quotes, I wrote, you know, a business based on helicopters, like the one that almost killed me. Like, at this point in time, I was like, we can't keep going with this facade that we that it's literally about it's helicopters. Yeah, no, and it's not to say that like like I get what they're trying to do. She's trying to find a hole in his plan. But what right. my point is that like if you're pegging these people as these top tier Wall Street brokers, he would have already de- he would have done dealt with that. He like he would have been this. so yeah. dumb and like just been like, no one's gonna know about that. You're like, you're like the Upper West Side, like, famous, like, couple. Like, people are going to know yeah. about your life. Like, it's... Yeah. So, that's the only hole in the story of, of mine that I'm just, like... He, would, he wouldn't be that stupid. And if he was that stupid, Veronica, like, what kind of husband did you choose? Like, seriously. Yeah, idiots. Like, that's the thing. Like, after after high school, did she go on, like, a bender and, like, get into, like, a... I don't know. And of, I like, honestly, I'm I rooting know. for her story. I am rooting Same. to see that gap of time in her life. Because, like, I want to know where the F she went so off. Like, yeah. I want to see it. But I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go back no, to that now. Like, especially with the way that they, like, ended up this storyline. Yeah. But, like, anyway, we'll see. Cuts back to the bunker, and we have a nice long conversation with Bughead. Our Bughead fans this, were This like, was the moment, yes, right? Like This is the moment. And, you know, yeah. I was excited, too. I was like, what are they going to talk about? Are they finally going to sort of, like, come to a resolution and really deal with their issue that they haven't dealt with all this time? You don't need to be a Bughead fan to enjoy this scene or, like, to appreciate this moment. And yeah. But seeing it on Twitter, everyone's like, yes, yes, yes. And then it just ended, and everyone was like, that's it? Yeah. And I'm like, RIS strikes again. Like strikes again. He hypes, he overly hypes something up, and then it's literally 45 seconds. Yeah. And nothing was really resolved. Other at than all. the fact that like she just explains where she was Her the night side. that she didn't come to his book signing. Like that was it. Yes. Like outside of that, like we got no more yeah. information. There was no like level of forgiveness. There was no like I'm sorry I fucked your best friend. And, like, I know that you're still traumatized about that. Yeah, like there was nothing, nothing. There was no deep. There's nothing deep. So, for anyone who thinks Bughead is still going to happen, just watch this scene again and, like, let me know. Let me know what you actually think about what's happening. No, right they now. can't because they're so delusional. And they think yeah. that, like, there's something there. I'm not saying there isn't something there. But when they have this opportunity to really talk about their demons and, like, what's happening... They can't even do that. And he... Like, your girl Betty just fucking ghosted him after... She (laughs) literally leaves the bunker 
There is only one way out of that bunker. He is so wrapped up in his own world and his own narcissism yeah. that he couldn't even hear her leaving that the door, squeaky like, ass slamming. door and slamming <laughs> shut. He turns around. He's like, oh, my God, she's gone. Like, that's the narcissism, narcissist that you are. Like, you can't even yeah. hear outside of your own story. But also, just goes to show that Betty could give a flying fuck well, that too. about what's that going on with That kind of shocked me, too. Life. Yeah, like, she really was like, bye. I was but like, I mean, wow, she it makes really sense doesn't to me. care. Her sister is probably probably was murdered. You know by what a really offended family. me? He like, didn't even once ask about her. He didn't even once say, "How are you yeah. doing? Like, ha- like, have you found Polly? Like, are you okay? Like, what if you're not gonna find yeah. her? Like, do you need my help?" Yeah, I don't think I he like, once asks her if he if she needs his help. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's not even in the position, and she knows that. She no, looks at I'm him and sorry. She's like, it doesn't Bro, matter. You don't need, like, I don't need your help. You're it doesn't up. matter how far gone you are. He does admit. He's like, I'm an alcoholic. If you didn't already know that, like, da 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 da. Like, yeah. if you truly cared about her and you truly, truly were trying to like fix yourself and be a better person for everyone, you would have just asked her, "Are you okay? Do you yeah. need my help finding your missing sister of like months?" Yeah, exactly. No. I mean, no. I agree with it. I do understand, like, their perspective. Like, he's too fucked up to do anything. But at the same point, I, I'm like, if you're talking about Bughead and Jughead and, like, all that, then there should have been, a, like, an opportunity yeah. for him to at least make a moment out of, out out of this something. moment. And you know what I mean? Like, there. I totally get it. Like, you're in your own world, right? But one mm-hmm. line of him asking how she's doing and, like, if she's okay... Yeah. Would have made me be like, oh, my God, he really I know he's going through a hard time. But like, wow, he asked her how he she cares. was like he cares, you know, I think he does say I think he does say something along the lines of like what you're doing is dangerous. So like he's caring about yeah. like what she's doing. But like he doesn't now, offer to help. But he doesn't offer to help. Yeah. He doesn't offer a solution. He doesn't say anything about that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. In terms of like what they were in high school, he's not bringing any energy that's making her feel any better. Like, let's remember, yeah. just like, let's have a quick real moment, guys, everyone. Um, remember the time, everyone, where she had like the Betty scars on her hands? Yeah. And how big of a moment Ugh. that was at Pop's Diner where he kisses her fing- her hands oh, and they yeah. get, have a hug. It gives me chills even thinking so about it because I remember it being such a powerful moment. How like he was willing to he like, was there for help her. her through the darkness. Yeah, exactly. he was there for her. And you compare it to something like this. Don't tell me. Do not even tell me. Don't even try to tell me that there is any level of connection that they have right now. There's zero negative nothing. And I want to believe that they do. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I want to see that. I want to see that same Jughead that took her hands and, like, kissed her hands and, like, said everything's going to be better. Like, he hasn't done that for her in so long. It's always been about him. It's always been about his issues. Pulling him out of whatever the case may be. I'm just over that. Like, I'm really over her trying to always save him yes and i just think that like you know the one thing that i did appreciate about young jughead is while he was like dark and broody he also had a level of mystery and romance that he brought to his character there's nothing none of that no excitement seeing him have a pop's milkshake was the happiest we've seen him in episodes last episode when he was holding up his like fucking chocolate milkshake Outside of that, this guy's been a miserable f this Which entire is fine. time. And I'm Again, just, like it's okay to be miserable. It's shit, okay to because you have your issues. It's fine. But when it comes to the one girl, the one person that like always has had your back, 
I could use a little bit more dialogue in the sense of like you caring for her and you going yeah. out of your way to make sure she is comfortable and she is okay. And you have not done that. Yeah. I'd love to hear the dialogue around this, everyone. You know that we're a podcast that tries our best to be as neutral as possible, but we obviously just are trying to follow what makes the most sense. I would love to hear a Bughead's like take on this idea where things are at, where they're feeling things are at. There's no slamming allowed on either side, but let's keep conversations going. That's the thing. I feel like we're down to have these conversations. Exactly. And we are not on either side of the spectrum. We have always been in the middle. Yes. We love Mm -hmm. Barchi. Yes, that's fine. We like to shake things up and we like something that's a little bit more exciting and not as predictable and like stale. But having said that, again, in this moment, I was rooting for Bughead. I was like, have your conversation, like go there, like let's go there together. And like, he still couldn't get there. She couldn't get there either, obviously, but yeah, for sure. Agreed. Yeah. So anyway, going back to the conversation, she goes on to say, like, because he said that he's he's an addict and he's trying to, like, you know, apologize. She goes on to say that she's addicted to, like, something. She's like, I went to school and I felt very empty, like nothing yeah. like felt good. And it was interesting to hear that p- perspective because I feel like anyway, it was very cool. You know to what, hear though, to me, of it. Uh, and I don't know if anyone else felt this. When she was talking, and I loved everything she said, and it was so powerful. She's a freaking amazing actress. I but like, love Lily to Reinhardt. me, she could have been saying that to anyone in the show. Yeah. Like, it didn't yeah, even feel true. like to me she was talking to the love of her life. Like, it yeah. could have been replaced by Archie. It could have been replaced by Veronica. It could have been like Tony, maybe, or Cheryl. I wish it, it was replaced by Archie. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it didn't even feel like she was saying this to Jughead because it was Jughead. It just yeah. felt like she needed to get it yeah. out. And she just had a revelation. Yeah. So true. So true. Yeah, because all he offered back was like, classic Cooper. Yeah, and like, then he calls her classic Cooper. Like, <laughs> how? I was livid. I was like, livid. Because it sounded like he said that as like, you and your white problems. Like, oh, you like, and your rich girl t- problems. Typical you. Yeah. Like, having all these dysfunctional issues. Yeah. yeah. I was really pissed at that comment. Yeah. I don't think he yeah. meant it like that. But like, no, I took I it and that. I was like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> you're like i am offended no because it's her. like why are you saying classic i could say that about you loser like classic yeah. jughead classic can't, jughead can't get out of the bunker like <laughs> like you don't say that when you're having a heart to heart like go fuck yourself <laughs> that's so funny um okay let's move on yeah. so she does go on to say that she like she's more comfortable setting syracuse and socializing and she had an offer for a job the same night of his book release and she had to choose between him and the tax task force for the TBK. And that's why she yeah. ended up not going to see him. And by um, having to make that choice, she had to take that D. Like, that was the reason why she could not so see him. So, in that shot that we see when she doesn't go to his thing, she is in bed with someone else, right? She's in bed with, with Glenn, Glenn, I'm sure. So, yes. do you believe that that was the real reason? Or do you believe because she was, like, getting the D from Glenn? I mean, I think that it's both. Okay. I think that she was getting the D from Glenn so she can be on so the task force. Okay. So she was like, yeah. I'm so sorry, Jug had my ex-boyfriend from high school. I need to fuck this guy to get a new yeah. job. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's what happened. Um, so anyway, um, he, at this moment, he gets a call from Sam. Sam basically says, first of all, he read that book so fucking fast. So fucking fast. Like it happened it like in less than 24 hours. Minutes. <laughs> 
Like that book was tick yeah. and you read that entire fucking book. And how did he get the book to him that fast? Oh God, did he true. fucking like dr- like airdrop that shit? Like drone drop that shit? I anyway, too many too holes many in holes. this fucking storyline. So he does end up saying to Sam, honestly, you can't read that book. Um it's plagiarized. I stole it from someone else. Sam basically says, like, wow, you're so fucked up. Uh, I can't believe you plagiarized. We're going to have to what drop you What made him realize client. that, that he can't plagiarize? I guess the conversation with Betty See? is what we're supposed to There was to no believe, connection there to me. Again, there was no, no connection to agreed. that. A realization of, agreed. like, oh, I can't do this. Like, just seeing Betty made him realize, like, oh, I'm drinking and I stole someone else's book. I guess I shouldn't do that. Yeah, like, it didn't make what? sense. And then and then she turns, he turns around. She's not even she there. Not there. So, like, bro, like, yeah. she it doesn't was poorly, give no It was poorly you. written. Maybe there's something was cut out that we don't see. Like, maybe they had to cut out. Something was off. Like, they could have written that it so much better. Yeah. And also, he got the book so fast, I almost thought that, like, Jess had turned his book in. Like, because yeah, she's in New York. Yeah. I was like, oh, snap. Like, it's going to be his book. Yeah. But no. Like, they could have done so many so things. So many things. But instead, we got this. Anyway, she she's gone. And that's the end of that scene. Thanks for the bunker scene. That was not helpful. Thank you. Um. So then it comes back to Hiram's office. And this is when things go really bad for Chad. Chad starts getting all these notifications that, like, the copter cab stocks are going like straight down and all this other shit's happening. And then it turns out that Veronica had this whole thing hatched, this whole plan hatched. And um, she told one of her publisher friends, I'm surprised she didn't say like Katie Keene or like yeah. somebody from like It was called New like York. the Waldy Journal or something. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. The Wall like, Street Journal. Wall Street. Yeah. And, I also like how and, one of the guys was like, I'm looking at my boysenberry and like the stocks are like down. The boysenberry. Because it's like Blackberry, I, right? Like, yeah. I can't even deal. Y'all are so ridiculous. Where was your plug? Where was your ad plug? Where's the Old Navy? Yeah. Old, old Navy, Navy stocks were the Old Navy, st- <laughs> old Navy <laughs> stocks. Were going you should have bought Old Navy stocks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they should have yeah. said. Um, so she goes on to say, you're a worthless, pathetic little worm. You couldn't pull it off. You can't land anything. You'll never be an alpha, Chad. You are a born beta. I Loved love it. this line. Love that. I feel like they wrote her whole story just so that she could say that one just line. Just so she could say that one line. But yeah, I have. To, but then she also does say, like, she's like, because the reason why the things went down was because people found out that he crashed the co- helicopter with the her. Plane. Yeah. Yes. So that's why it all came out. She's like, didn't you know it was going to come out? Also, now that I'm thinking about it, if it's now public knowledge, do you think now there's going to be a moment between like Hiram being like, you almost died in a helicopter and you didn't tell me, as well as like Hiram like having that conversation with her? I don't know. I feel like there's so much missing from the Hiram, so Veronica, Chad storyline. Like there's just so many years I feel like we missed. I feel like we could see a wedding again. Like, ugh. There's just so many things. Like, I really just feel like they're ramping really, 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 really hard up to this episode where Hiram, like, I know that we're still theorizing this, that Hiram is going to die. And, like, they're going to have a moment where they get to hash it all out. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah we're yeah. all good. It's going to come to that for sure. Somehow. Yeah. It's going to come to that. It feels like it's going to come to that. I'm sad about it, thinking about it. But 
Um, I just can't wait because I want to see them actually interact like this entire time. Yeah. All these years later, they still haven't had a conversation. Like a about, like, why didn't you invite me yeah. to your fucking wedding, girl? Yeah. Like you're stealing my palladium. You can't even have one conversation with me as much. And why isn't Reggie being like, go talk to your dad? He's not that bad. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense. I know. Anyways. Yeah. As much as uh, obviously we don't want Mark to leave. We love Mark and I love Hiram. But like I do feel like him dying is like a pretty sick turn in like sick in a good way like it's a really cool turn the show would take because i just think it would shift a lot of things for her storyline that has been lacking i think for a long it's been it's missing something at its core for a long time veronica's storyline so i do feel like if he does die that like her storyline is gonna get really interesting i hope so because I think it'll make like her think about things Hiram. differently, you know, like, and maybe they will have yeah. this heart to, obviously I want them to have this heart to heart before, if he does die, like before he dies and then they have to, you know, they won't, yeah, they won't it can be like that. Them having that moment. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Unless they're trying to replay the moment where like he never got to have that moment with his dad. So then he like, it kind of like solidifies oh, that yeah. Veronica becomes this like dark person because like she <gasps> lost her dad after Ooh, all of this. I just got chills. That'd be tragic too. Yeah. Ooh. Anyways, speaking of her fucking up her dad, this is when she tells him about the palladium that she stole and now sold to, like, Mr. Sand. So, again, she ends up, like, revealing her secret, but, like, she's literally admitting to the fact that she committed theft of over a hundred like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars He can literally sue her ass if he really her wanted to. Her plan just really wasn't... Like, they can go to jail. Yeah. Like, th- that's a, some serious yeah. shit. And what, he's just going to sit there being like, this is my lifelong dream, but like, like, sure, you can steal all my money. Sorry, daddy. Your investment went down. He's like, "Uh, I didn't even put that much money into this. So like, calm the fuck down. Like, Like (laughs) (laughs) go fuck yourself. Anyway, (laughs) so we'll see how that goes. Because that's the thing. I don't like the way that it's going for Hiram. Going back to what we were saying about this theory about him possibly dying. I don't like the fact that they're turning him like this way like he's losing everything he's not getting what he wanted he's never going to achieve his dream and then he's just yeah. gonna die it's no kind of not yeah. fair i know it's like poetic and romantic and sad or whatever but like it sucks i am i not think ultimately no but you know what you like i think ultimately what he might realize is that it was never about the palladium it was always about family like the relationship like ultimately yeah. like that's all he ever wanted so maybe he will get to that yeah. realization too like true, 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 you know true. good point good point all right, writers, we're holding Guys, out hard Guys, if you need us to write that finale, we are here for you. We are here for you. We got we'll you. get on a Zoom call. We got we'll you, Mark. You. <laughs> All right, so then it cuts to Pop's Diner, and Jughead talks to Tabitha, and she basically says again, like, I smelled alcohol in your breath. Like, you need to get sober again. Like, please Shout just take Shout out to Tabby for literally keeping everybody in check in Riverdale. Yes, one billion. What the billion F would percent. you do without Tabitha? Like, yeah. honestly, honestly, who are you talking to? She's like the most patient person, Angel, in supportive, this world. caring, like, Empathetic. oh, my God, she's amazing. Like, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Like <laughs> Jughead, does, Jughead Jones does not deserve. He Tabitha. does not Let's deserve even right half of Tabitha. <laughs> he doesn't even deserve her onion rings. Not, not the top half, the bottom <laughs> half. No, none of none it. of it. None, none, of, none of the onion rings. <laughs> Not the milkshakes, even though they bring all the boys to the yard. They do. Um, so they do. So she says that she cares about him and she 
gets him to promise that he's going to get sober and go to go back to his meetings. And then she's like, okay, now you tell me what the fuck is going on with Betty. So then he goes on to talk about Betty. Cuts to Hiram checking the like the, the model, model box yeah and he, like, i didn't get this. pulls it out and it's like turds like dry white turds what was that the palladium was the, like fake so it's like fake oh. yeah so he like crushes it in his hand he's why would like, he Argh! keep it in the model why would he just like put it in a safe he had a huge safe but i think that's but that was his idea i guess like to like a secret oh, stash okay. of the palladium yeah. um anyways so it's all gone um, he's livid it's, like it's gone he's pissed and then it cuts to Archie getting a phone call at home. Full full storyline resolved. I'm gonna go home now. In guys. 42 minutes. What? Yeah, I know. Like not I know. like in 20 seconds, the entire storyline got in fixed. a phone call. In a phone call, he hangs up the phone and he's basically like, "Eric, your story was great. Thanks for telling it. You are like honorably discharged." Also, like, and he then, explained it. Like, general goes to jail. Yeah, he's like, "Okay, so Eric, for you, they said that." Then for the general, I'm like, Archie, that phone call was literally 10.5 seconds. Like, when did they explain everything to you? It could have been like an email at least. Like, yeah, and tribunal, like. It's true. This tribunal probably would have taken years. years. This guy's like one of the biggest yeah. fucking generals. Like to me, it just wasn't believable. Also, like for for us, we understand that, right? Like we know like how the court systems are. But like if you're a younger person watching this show and you're like, yes, Archie, fight for the veterans. Yes, in 42 minutes you can yeah. like like get the you guy fired. Everything. It's like guys, it's not how this works. Like this shit takes yeah. a long time and it's costly like it takes hundreds of thousands of dollars for lawyer fees <laughs> no one even mentioned lawyer fees your mommy's a lawyer yeah what the hell yeah it's i understand why they want it's to accelerate fine, and talk about like, it in the beginning of the episode yeah. but like it's just this but now i'm over y'all. this eh? like i'm done now we're yeah, done yeah we're done here. i'm ready for him to like Let's start like a different like career path well, that's the thing. I was, <laughs> it was done when he like went to the reporter to talk about it. So the fact that like yeah. they had to bring it in and like finally close and, like, the what door. And what happened with therapy? Episodes later. What happened with therapy? He's just not gonna go know. again because he had He's one bad therapist. Continually like haunt himself. Anyway, yeah, I'm sure they're not done with that storyline. Hopefully, yet. I mean, uh, you're like, please, <laughs> please be done. Um, then it cuts back to Betty at home and she covers her mom with a blanket. She's like, so I'm cute. being helpful. She's like, mommy, you can't sleep. Like, daughter. Poor and Alice. Then, I, I know. I feel so bad for Alice. Honestly, we knew this was going to happen. We knew this. Do you feel this like at this point. This woman has lost everything. I know. Do you feel like at this point, like, we should have known what happened to Polly? Or, like, are you still okay with the open-endedness of this? I'm okay with open-endedness because at this point, like, I'm assuming she is dead. Yeah. But, like, I... Don't care as much as I was yeah, before. Yeah. I did before. But it is still sad. Yeah. Like it, it is. I think the only thing that really reminds me to your point is like seeing Alice and like how she's like so distraught about it. Yeah. Um, not even you, not even Betty, who's like out here just trying to do her thing. That to me is like, OK, girl, like you got mo- like you got to get yourself together. Um, it's more Alice being like, wow, she's a mess. Like, yeah. Her whole life is like literally imploded her. Like, we can't even talk about the laundry list of shit that she's gone through yeah. in her entire life so far. Serial killer husband, serial killer son that she lost. Like, too many yeah. things. Um, So, as she's leaving the door, um, Tabitha, like, she opens the door and, like, Tabitha's about to knock on the door and she goes, I'm going to come with you. That's non-negotiable. Like, I'm going to do whatever you're doing. It's not safe what you're doing. So, like, I'm coming with you. So, she comes with her. Then it cuts to Archie and he does a cheers at the bar. 
And then all he's like, cheers to all my fallen soldiers. I love this moment as well. It shows like yeah. a whole wall of like all of them sitting at a booth. And it was yeah, like really was cute. Really nice. really nice way to end off his story as much as like we were like, okay, cool. Cuts to Cheryl and Kevin talking. And he's like, hey, Cheryl. So like. How did you do that? Like, how, did you put, like, some sort of ointment on your body? <laughs> like, with these bees? And she goes on to say, I am Sabrina Spellman from Greendale. Like, what is happening with Cheryl? I, I don't, don't know. understand. Like, this just, t- just, it took too much of a turn. Like, I, they lost me. Too many me. things. She literally is like, something's shifted inside me. Something powerful. More connected to things. I feel more connected to things than I've ever had in years. What if I am a saint? And I was like, what is happening to this storyline? First, her mom thinks that she's a minister. I don't know. Now she thinks that she's Jesus. I don't I'm get it. And then it. Kevin's like, fucking Kevin. Anyway, cuts back to Jughead at AA, and he's talking about Tabitha and Betty. And he ends off saying, like, it shows them, like, doing the whole hitchhiking mm-hmm. thing. And he's like, I have a really bad feeling about what's about to happen next. That's it. And when he the says, end. like, next, it, like, cuts to, like, Betty and Tabitha, like, on the side of the road. Yeah. And they're like, pick us up. And I'm like, hey, well, this is not going to work because now you're two people. So. <laughs> What's going <laughs> to. Even Betty's face was like, bitch, like, go. Like, this is my like, mission. You need to, like, be on the other side of the, of the street. Like, we can't do yeah. at the same time. So that's it. All right. Well. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Me neither. I don't know. I thought it was a good episode. Whatever. We're moving yeah, things along. Yeah, things. It's, it's almost like we're re- like now they have an opportunity to reset a lot of these storylines, at least with Archie's, hopefully with Jughead's. I wish, I I wish we'll we see. got a little bit more we'll like juiciness between like Reggie and Veronica, like a little bit more very substance bad. to these stories. Like it's very like fast paced and like we're missing like the second layer of like what really makes people it exciting to watch these scenes so I'm, I'm missing a little bit of that but uh because yes, then you I see agree. like cheryl and kevin and it's like crazy ish over here and i'm like i don't need this but i could use more of this like so whatever 100 agree i think that everything that you just said makes like it's it's like we're listening to the story but like not the, the yeah. stuff that we actually give a yeah, shit about that like connects these episodes together and like you're excited for next week yeah. you're like oh maybe they'll have a scene here and there so that's what I'm that's we'll what see. I wish we had more of, but we'll see if they you know do that. Let's get into our recap roundups. Let's do it. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. Uh my best moment I literally put here. It's so hard to choose because this episode was poo-poo. Uh, <laughs> probably every scene with Veggie because they're so cute scheming together and they are actually fun to watch. That was my best moment. I just loved seeing them on screen together. But to your point, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, Reggie, that was really tight that you like did that to hire him after like he treated you so well. Yeah. So now I'm just like, mm. it's tight. Exactly. You don't like consider these things because yeah. they like because it's so make it all, it's like, so oh. disjointed. It was so long ago, and I'm like, oh yeah. But then I'm like, true. <laughs> like he's fucking him over real hard. Yeah. My best moment is gonna go to the end with Char- uh, Archie cheersing, and then like you see the boys in the back of the bar, like. The Band of Brothers. I thought that was really, it was it was a really well done yeah. scene. What was your WTF moment? WTF moment. Uh, so many things about Jughead's story. Uh, mainly that he was about to plagiarize. 
I was just like rooting for him, and then all of a sudden it caught me off guard because I was like, "You bro, yeah. you're gonna go back already? Like it's only been like ten minutes that you've been doing good." It's been good. five minutes. Like, you've been sober on. for a week. So that was like a little what shocking. I was just like, "I really want to root for you. I really want to be there." But like, you're making it really hard. Yeah, he just keeps doing stupid shit, and it's yeah. just like, when are you gonna grow up yeah. now? Like, no, it's, you're never gonna grow yeah. up. Go to th- you go to therapy. Like Archie, can you go to therapy? You go to therapy. WTF moment. My WTF moment is going to go to the Queen of the Bees moment because she like literally held it in her face. Like, and this is when I was like, this storyline is too much. I don't know what the frick is going on. Everybody just please stop this craziness. This nonsense is too much. much. I I can't do much. It, you know, it would, again, like I was saying before, if we heard a little bit from the congregation, if they were like, like do miracles, like, like, like hold the honey in your head. Like if they were sort of like testing her to be like, show us what you can do. I'd be like, yeah. damn, like she's showing up, like she's on stage performing. But like literally, like they're all okay with whatever is happening. They have not like, asked for more, and she is yeah, just doing yeah. more. And she doesn't have to. So <laughs> she doesn't have to do any of those things. She had hand, her hands are bleeding two minutes ago, yeah. and now she's holding fucking bees. Like I, I don't, I don't get, it. I don't understand. MVP. Uh, Who's your my MVP? MVP is gonna go to Tabitha, Tabby Tab. We're literally yes. the only one that has her shit together in this show. Yeah. And she cares about everybody and she's there for everyone. And she actually like asks if they're okay. How do you need my yes. help? I'll come through and I'll help you. Like this girl is running a mother effing business and she is still on the side of the road with Betty trying to like find this killer. Like Listen, she is I, out here I this season. It. Like I love her. She's out here for sure. She's a ride or die. She is like one of the best characters yeah. they've ever written in my opinion. She is so sweet. Don't don't change her for a second. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Like she deserves a, a lot character. more. That's for sure. Than than just being yes. these people's like mother, basically. But like, <laughs> she, she's literally their yeah. mom. Like helping fucking Betty, helping yeah. fucking Jughead. Like what is this girl not doing? Yeah. Instead of pops, it's like mas. Yeah, like, it's mama tabs. Yeah. yeah. LVP. 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 I'm gonna have to say Cheryl. Like, girl, Cheryl, I love the outfits, but, like, I just don't understand what is happening right now. Like, your girl just had a baby. Go spend time with her. I don't get any of this. And I know that the ending is not going to make sense. I already could feel it because this shit never makes sense. Like, it's too crazy to justify. You're absolutely and you're absolutely right. Like, they could have given this time to, like, show the baby. Show Even if she that, just had like, one scene with Tony to be like, girl, are you okay? Like, do you need me to bring anything? And then also, like, go and, like, do her own thing with, like, the church. Yeah. I just... Or even mention it. Talk to... Ke- like, talk to Kevin about it. Talk to... Like, have a conversation with your fucking side side yeah. gay. Like, I don't get it. Um. So, my other LVP of the episode, because Cheryl was, like, one of them, too, for sure, is Veronica. Yeah. 100%. Not only was she jacking Hiram shit, which pissed me off. She's also a fucking idiot for telling him, like, Chad the plan from the very get-go and starting this whole fucking domino effect of dumbness that she did. She's stupid. Like, she's so lost. Like, it's not even, like, it's not funny to me anymore. Like, I don't like anything that's happening. And like I said, if it now leads to Hiram dying just for her storyline to get back to normal, I'm going to (laughs) be, I'm going to be happy that it did, but I'm going to also be very pissed about it. But you know what's going to happen. Come on. I know. Uh... (laughs) The, the best, best line. line. Uh, your best, best line? I'm going to give it to Jughead for the only reason that the Pussycats were mentioned once in this episode. In the, it was like the first line of the episode. He's like, our old pal, 
turned superstar Josie McCoy had come and gone. Yeah. Leaving us all to our haunted existences. I was like, yeah, damn right. Right. They took the freaking light from the like, show back, and like. Back to like. Sucked in sad darkness. darkness. <laughs> fucking abyss of your like, fucking sadness. The most accurate line ever. Yeah. My best line is going to go to Penelope when she goes, stop. I've just had a revelation. Jason himself commands it. No more singing. As you know, yeah. he was a young a young man of few words. I couldn't stop laughing. I thought it was perfect. And I thought that like she was speaking through like what the viewers were saying. Like, stop singing. Stop. Do it. not sing. So you don't do you didn't sing. like the singing either? Because usually you like the singing. I do like the singing in specific appropriate times. I think that one specific episode, there were like seven songs. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I couldn't do it. Someone yeah. It just it it works once, maybe tw- yeah. may- maybe twice if it makes sense. But yeah. like, if they started singing, I would have been like, I'm not watching Glee. I'm I not almost feel like, and I yeah, and I said this in the beginning of the season. I was like, I almost feel like they just wrote this in so that Kevin, like the actor Casey caught, could like have sing a, a moment. It's like his audition. Yeah, it's like live audition. Because he he likes like musicals and stuff. Yeah, that's so. legit what I think. I was like. They try to lean into his strength, so they gave him the storyline. But like, yeah. Instead, you just it made, doesn't fit though. You just like, made a character who was already so lost, even more lost, because you want him to exactly. sing. Like, yeah. What the fuck? You yeah. Guys are super yeah. Then make him sing. Like, put him into a Broadway audition. Like, make it legitimate. Make him like, go to New York. Why does it have to be this wack ass storyline? He needs to go. Go now. Go be a backup. It singer. was so funny. Like, someone took a screenshot of like that picture of Penelope saying like, "No more singing." Yeah. And they tweeted, they're like. They're like um, attacking the gays once again. <laughs> like, so like, Coming for the gays. No yeah, more singing. that was really funny. Oh my gosh. All right, so that's our roundups. Let's go to your listener roundups. Why don't you go Let's first? Do and it. We... Yeah, at Mackenzie Elburns. Uh, best moment Archie having justice for their fallen brothers. Beginning to heal. WTF moment. Veronica using the accident against Chad's business. Makes me not believe it was that traumatic for her. Boom. Interesting. Very good point. I like that. That's a really good point. Because she doesn't even come for him. At, no. Like, she's, she's in like, how dare you even think about this investment? You almost killed you almost us. killed yeah. us. Like, she could have had a she's moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good That's point. a really good point. Yeah. Uh, MVP Archie, LVP General Taylor, best line, who knew spreading light and love could be this exhausting? Cheryl. That was a good line. At RVD Watcher says, best moment, Archie defeating General Taylor to heal. Bonus, bughead people, hugging, flopping, smiling face. Oh, I think it's emojis. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Bughead, I guess, right? Bughead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's all just like, like how it's translated. Number two, uh, WTF moment. Cheryl thinking she is an an angel, angel. I think it was supposed to be. Yeah. It was like the emotion. Oh, yeah. Like she <laughs> thinks that she's a saint. Um, yeah. MVP is Archie. Four, uh, LVP is Jughead for only caring about his book after everything that's happened. Absolutely. And yeah. best line from Archie, I won't bury the truth any longer, regardless of the consequences. You get them, boy. You fix this whole solution in one episode. Good job. Uh-huh. Nailed it. Uh, uh, some more on Twitter yeah. we have. Uh, at CEO Wens 13, be, uh, best moment, Veronica making Chad look stupid. WTF moment, Cheryl actually thinking she's a saint. Oh, do we already do that one? No. Oh. Looks the same, same one. one. Same vibes. Uh, MVP Archie getting justice for his fallen men. 
LVP, Jughead, like he just can't get his shit together. Oh, no, it's, it is a yeah, different, it's different person. But like, LVP, <laughs> Jughead, like he just can't get his shit together. He talks about recovery steps with Betty while drinking. <laughs> True. Yeah, legit. Yeah, these came in new. So so uh, I guess they had the same uh, yeah, WTF moment, though. Exactly That's funny. That's so funny. Uh, at Cynthia217-2968. Hopefully that's not your bank passcode. Uh, best <laughs> moment, Archie's storyline. Very heartfelt. WTF moment, fast-forwarded Kevin and Cheryl scenes. Yeah, she fast-forwarded Kevin and Cheryl scenes. Writers need to do better. MVP, Archie, yes. LVP, Kevin and Jughead. Love the Reggie and Vero combo regarding Hermosa, but didn't care for her storyline either. Personally, didn't care for this episode. Whoa. Ooh, big story. Big, 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 big tings. Big tings are happening, guys. So that was it. it. Thank you so much for your roundups. That was the episode. I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder squad, White and Nicole. White and Nicole. Our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Soleil and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. If you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And as always, make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, at recap underscore rewind pod. Our girl MB is out here doing the damn thing. I'm doing the work. The, uh, Check it the out. The Lord's work. I'm Riverdale. The Lord's work. The good work. She is <laughs> Cheryl's <a> work. <laughs> Cheryl's work. Um, check us out on YouTube, on Facebook. You can also find us on anything that you listen to podcasts on. Po- Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, and review to stay with us stay with us and stay as so, stay guys don't leave us alone with the show age. don't leave us alone please don't don't, don't leave, leave us, us. <laughs> we need you we're guys. not leaving you alone <laughs> you can't leave us alone. thanks so much for listening bye bye